Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. at the end of the week talking about the game this weekend which of course is us against the mighty canaries norwich city a lunchtime kickoff at the bridge and here to discuss everything to do with that game is mr rick glanville and mr andy saunders andy here we go again. Do you like these lunchtime kickoffs? Uh, it depends if we win them or not. If we win, they're great <laughs> because then we just relax for the whole weekend and watch everybody else's games with a sense of, you know, smug uh, annoyance. I'm actually sitting about 15 miles from Norwich as we speak in North Norfolk. Um, and I'm a bit of building work done on my house and builders. Have are, you had your roof done, boy? <laughs> having, uh, having a bit of building work done. The builders are all full on Norwich City season ticket holders and they are they are absolutely dreading the game on Saturday. They think they're going to get absolutely spanked. They think they're terrible and awful and they can see no way past us. Well, I think that's probably fair. Right, well, that's the end of the preview programme. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, what's your thoughts on, on this game? It's a, it, The only thing I think is against us is the time of day. I always find it's a weird one, but I go with Andy and the fact that if we win, we love it. We've got the whole weekend to watch other people mess it up, hopefully. Well, it is that one, isn't it, you, that you've... You open up proceedings and then you're either mourning the, <laughs> the tragedy of Saturday lunchtime or you're looking at the table thinking, yeah, they can't catch us. Oh, they can't catch us either now and watching the, everything unfold. But I'm absolutely with you on the 12.30 kickoff. And did BT not say that a team playing in Europe on the Wednesday would not be involved on the Saturday 12.30? Well, we checked, and apparently BT said if they play away, not if they play at home, which is quite frustrating. But it does give uh, a glimmer to Norwich, I think, and it's something that you would definitely, if you're their manager, you would say, come on, they had a hard match in midweek, we've been preparing, we've had our game plan worked out for the last five days, we've been drilling on it, so let's just do our game plan and try and catch them cold. But they're not very good, are they? That's the thing, Norwich. Well, yeah, and also there's a bit of a thing there at the moment because Billy Gilmore's out of the side, isn't he now? Why is I he mean, not getting Billy a game? play against us. Um, he says we're not here. We're not here. What was it? He said we're not here 
to train up other people's players. I understand that, but why is he not yeah. getting a game? He's clearly their best player. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird one. I mean, of course, he wouldn't play this weekend anyway, but don't you think it's an odd one, Rick? Well, <laughs> what's the point of having that arrangement? If you don't want to loan a player, you know, if you want to get a player on loan and then you don't want to use them, what is the point? Alan Brozier's having the same thing, isn't he, at Southampton at the moment? You know, the manager's being very disparaging about him. Well, he came on, he scored a brilliant goal at the weekend, didn't he, Brozier? Did you see his goal? Brilliant. Yeah, amazing. But apparently he's not ready. So Mm. why take him? Yeah, it it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, because it's not as though Billy Gilmore's not been playing well. You know, there are far worse players in that side. Well, show me the player in the Norwich squad who's better. That's the thing. Exactly. Um, That's what I mean. It's crazy. And uh, you know they got their second point of the season at the at the weekend, and um, uh, you know uh, I I just don't see. I, it's always a gamble, isn't it? Though when you put when you place players with uh, a manager and you don't know the what kind of a if they're going to have a fair wind uh, that club or whether they're going to struggle, and then you you know you you really want them to be. A, in a successful team because then they're likely to get games and things like that. But it has worked for us. Conor Gallagher, for example, you yeah, know, that's, that's working. That and, working. And it has uh, other, other players in the past. It's worked for clearly. Um, but I don't was it the right the place to go? The only thing I can think about about, about uh, Billy Gilmore is that the manager's gone, we're in a relegation dogfire here. We don't need no fancy down little players in midfield. So we, need a bunch of, we just need mm-hmm. a bunch of thugs who are going to kick everybody off the pitch and that's not Billy. Although Billy is a you know great defensive player, as we know. So you know I, I can only think that he's thinking, I just need height, strength, brutality to get us mm-hmm. through this. How would you... It's interesting, we were talking uh, the other day about Ruben's... Uh, re-emergence which is a, a joy to behold where does that leave Billy Gilmore where does it leave Conor Gallagher where does it leave these players who are not they're out of sight not out of mind but they're out of sight um it was probably unforeseeable that Ruben would uh, get a foothold that he has uh, that he's grasped um and if you're Billy Gilmore and you're looking at it, you're thinking mm, I'm, I'm sort of slipping down the Batting order a bit, aren't I? Yeah, but there's a, there's a place up for grabs just by age alone. Of probably course, Jorginho, you know. So you you would think that he's being primed potentially for that. But of course, with Conor Gallagher playing well, there's there's other options. They're, 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 look, they're good problems to have. Yeah, oh, absolutely and right. If players don't make it with us, we'll probably make a stack load of money. But you know, you kind of we've done that so much in the past, and then watched players really develop. I don't, I don't well, know. You can ask the same question to Man City as well. Man City seems to have a never-ending kind of supply of midfielders, don't they? Pep seems to keep them reasonably happy on his on his you know roundabout, doesn't he? So I just think it's a case of man management. I mean, the other player you know that that seems to be getting a few minutes here and there is Ross Barkley. Bizarrely, nobody yeah. saw him getting minutes, did they? Yeah. Well, look now, Brent. <laughs> uh, sorry, now Burnley are supposedly in for him for a loan. Saw that. See, that's what but happens. He's one hundred and ten grand a week, and they're now balking at it, aren't they? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, okay, fair enough. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what happens to those players. And you can't really think about it now because it only takes an injury and somebody's out for six or eight months. And 
talking of I'm injury... Very, I'm sorry, just very quickly, just on, on the Conor Gallagher thing. I'm very excited about Conor Gallagher. He seems to have something that we don't have at the moment. He's got that... What, hair? Oh, he's got hair, yes. <laughs> good hair. But, um, <laughs> good he's, hair. He's a good-looking lad. But um, I, he just seems to have something about him that's different and a little bit special. I like him a lot, and I'm sure Thomas is looking at him very closely. Yeah, and, and you know, I mean, I think it's great that Palace have got Vieira as the manager because... He will, if there's anybody in that team and that squad that he'll be able to help on, it'll be somebody like Conor Gallagher, I think, with his midfield know-how. I, I agree with uh, with both of you, but and you as well. What you're talking about is that certain je ne sais quoi that he has. That's and actually, it's, it, well, it is. It's a, it's a spirit. That's a spirit. going down this time. <laughs> <Yeah. night. laughs> it's uh, esprit de corps. It's, <laughs> no, it's um, a certain... Ilan. Unpredictability and wildness, I think. But, yeah. you know, he's that box-to-box runner. There's something yeah, exactly. of the galloping hound about him in, in midfield. And the galloping um, gourmet about him. <laughs> showing your age. <laughs> I remember, yeah, God. But, you know, that's... And I think... Um, we, 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 we've been talking recently on the pod about predictability. And, and uh, uh, that's something I think that Connor moves away from. He's quite unpredictable. Um, he plays on the edge. And I mean on the edge in terms of physicality and uh, what is possible to do, uh, you know, in passing and things. He's, I think he, he pushes the envelope a lot, Connor. And so again, that's, it's a, it's that's a different good energy, isn't it? It's a it, different absolutely. energy from what we've got. And, and you know, um, this idea of, you know, midfielders having different energies really appeals to yeah, me. Yeah, you know, I agree. You've just got to make them complementary. Absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, look, I think it's it, this is a discussion we could have constantly because there are players out there that you go, oh God, when we get them back. But I'd like to Ethan talk Ampadu, about Ethan somebody... Is he gone? Is he just? Is he? Is he just fallen so far off the radar now that nobody knows who he is? I don't know. That's a weird one, isn't it? He's still at Chelsea. He's on, loan, he on loan, but I mean, has he got any but, any kind of future with us? Do you think? I again, mean... height is the problem for him, and where does he actually play? Yeah. But, okay, look, the last point about Norwich before we wrap up for for the weekend is we should just mention there's rumour and date in the diary that Pulisic is fit this week. Is the Norwich game a perfect game for him to come on and find his feet for 20 minutes or half an hour? Are we missing somebody like Pulisic? Can we just go, please, please bring him back? Please bring him back healthy? Because he does do the unexpected up the yeah. top, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I, I do think that, uh, yes, he does do that. He, and he's, again, he's a, a keen runner. We haven't got enough players who take opponents on and get behind them. And that's something that Norwich are going to set up very defensively against us, aren't they? And we are going to have to take the initiative. We are going to have to run at them, get behind them uh, to create opportunities. And so... Yes, you want to see a Christian Pulisic who's fit, healthy, confident in his body and um, confident in his mind so that he can get back to what he was. You know, what, you remember that mad game against Liverpool where he was just sensational. And, um, you know, we need we need that player back because the player that he's been in the last few performances isn't what we need. 
No, I, I'd agree. What about you, Andy? Yeah, Do you I, think- I'd start him if he's fit. You know, I mean, we probably won't because he's been out for so long. And you're right, I think he'll probably come on as an impact sub. The other player, of course, is Ziyech, and uh, it was out with a headache apparently uh, against Brentford, which is, uh, which is, you know, I mean, headaches are debilitating thing. You don't know what what that is, um, but you know, again, he's a player that can get beyond players, can, you know, do do something a little bit different, can, you know, certainly can pass. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's fully fit to see him play as well. Maybe maybe not a game for Ruben Loftus-Cheek, this one, I would say, because of the, because of the fact they're all going to be behind the ball. Would you... Yeah, that's interesting. Would you play Ziyech against Malmo, where there might be a uh, less pressing, more space, a bit more time on the ball? Possibly, yeah. With this being the end of the week, we know what happened against Malmo. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let's get back to to the weekend, shall we? But yeah, but, yeah I, I I don't know. Ziek for me, he is potentially the one. That he's been he's tried to give him a run in in the side. He's tried to give him a number of games, and he's not convinced this season. Um, I hope it comes good for him because he looks so. Like he's got an amazing amount of talent. Looks like he's got a goal in him as well. When he plays, yeah, so. exactly. We we need to get all these players back on side and things. He just doesn't look happy, does he? That's doesn't. what I think. And I'm not sure whether it's that it's the football he's crash bang wallop, or whether he's unhappy with his own form, or whether he's not settled. But he just probably it, a combination of all three of those things. Yeah, I would say he doesn't look settled um, in order to ex- express himself as we know he can, because he can be devastating. I mean, you know, ask Man City; they know what he's capable of no it's true all right well look let let's get the view from you both prediction time what's the score going to be mr glanville i'd like to think that this is where we get a few goals so i'm going to go five one Okay, God, that's an eleven-goal week then. Um, yeah, Andy. Uh, listen, I, I think that I, I say what I say. You know what I said about Malmo is that somebody's been set up for a spanking here, and we will put it all together in this game against what are a very weak team, and we will batter them four 0 Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go respectable three nil. I think that's it. Otherwise, I've got to go ridiculous. And I've already done that once this week, so I better not do it again. All right, well, look, that's it for this week. Um, We will be back next week, as always. Thank you, Andy. It's lovely to see and speak to you again about Chelsea. It's been way too long. And a special thank you to Rick Glanville and to everyone out there as well. It's been lovely being back, and we will see you all next week. Come on, you blues. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.